0: Welcome to Smart Talk, the learning podcast designed especially for attendees of the Purdue University Global Village 2021 online conference. In Smart Talk, we explore higher education, technological advancements in the field, and opportunities to further engage our learners. Likewise, you never know when a special guest may drop in. Are you ready to incorporate creativity in the classroom by putting podcasts into play? If you have a passion to advance your knowledge, you are in the right place. Welcome to your podcast. Welcome to Smart Talk. Hello, my name is Dr. Kimberly Ando. I am a full-time faculty member here at the School of Health Sciences with Purdue University Global. I work in the Masters of Healthcare Administration program and I've been with the university since 2013. One of my passions is trying to reach my students in a new way in an effort to see them succeed. Oftentimes this includes incorporating new methods of instruction or playing around with some type of new technology. A request that my students have made recently was trying to find a way to reach them outside of the traditional classroom setting. I meet with my students currently via email or text or video conference, chat. Likewise, we engage in conversation in the discussion board, as well as meet with my students on a weekly basis at a structured lecture. However, there seemingly was an opportunity to further engage with my students to spark additional exploratory learning. When I brought the idea of developing a podcast up to my students, they were elated. So after engaging in some conversation with my students, it was determined that perhaps a podcast would in fact help supplement the existing learning that was currently occurring in my classroom. So. I began doing some research on how to create a quality podcast. I quickly realized that it was a relatively simple initiative once I understood the basics. And that's why we're here today. In this podcast, you will learn about the basics of developing your own podcast. Likewise, you will experience actual segments from recorded episodes. The objective here is to help foster a foundation of learning whereby listeners can also develop their own podcast. I hope you enjoy the instruction in the following podcast and I hope it sparks some new ideas for you. Podcasts can include as much information or as little information as you desire to share. Likewise, podcasts can include discussions on broad topics or very specific topics. The important part is organizing your podcast in a way that your listening audience will understand. For example, if I'm developing a podcast for one of my classes, my segments may include snippets of information relative to upcoming assignments, classroom announcements, quiz reminders, and lessons from my weekly lecture. I may even also include a segment that allows my students to acknowledge and give shout outs to others in class. In this regard, I am able to offer my students a variety of useful information. Or perhaps I'm interested in developing a podcast for a particular demographic of students. For example, if I'm developing a podcast for my capstone research students, I may only have one segment that interviews a professional in the field. In this targeted podcast, I am able to offer my students a specific topic useful to them. Whether your aim is to communicate a variety of robust information, or perhaps streamline topics into one segment, a podcast may be the right option for you. Did you know the introduction that you create for your podcast will be used every time you have another episode that is published for your listeners to view. You want to create an introduction that is unique and is a way to get your listeners hooked from the very beginning. Be concise. Introduce your podcast. Perhaps start off with a question. Remember, This introduction sets the tone for the rest of the podcast every time your listeners tune in. Be sure to select the right music for your introduction. That music will also be used in the outro, which is the conclusion of your podcast. Create a tagline so that way your listeners will associate the purpose of your podcast with something that they will remember. It's a good idea to write down and script what you want to say in your introduction and practice it a few times until you have perfected it and then record your introduction so that way there are no errors, no gaps in speaking, and you are clear and concise. Then save that segment. You will use that segment every time you have your podcast. Then you'll use that music in your outro for later. Remember, create a unique introduction to get your listeners hooked from the very first time. attention all students. Unit 1 grades have been posted. If you have concerns with your first grade in class, please take ample time to thoroughly review my comments and feedback in your submission as well as in the grading rubric. If points were deducted, points are clearly explained and justified in the gradebook. Likewise, if you have a question about your grade or point justification, please reach out and let me know. Most points that were deducted were a result of not citing work properly. Remember, you are required to cite your work and illustrate the literary linkage from where you learned about your information. You are required to have both the reference list and the corresponding in-text citation. If you are unclear on how to develop either of these, please take a look at your APA 7th edition formatting handbook. If you don't have this handbook, please take a look at the various resources provided in the classroom. Specifically, take a look at our announcements page under Unit 1. I offer an electronic guide on how to access information regarding to your APA formatting standards. talk for a moment about podcast development. A podcast is simply a bunch of audio files containing important information pieced together for a listener to enjoy. Imagine having a quilt and each square of that quilt contributes to the overall finished product. Each square is uniquely different yet works to bring the other pieces together. This is much like a podcast. We're providing snippets of information that, once pieced together, creates a finished product for our listening audience. A podcast can be one incredibly long interview, or it can be comprised of smaller segments with a variety of information. Considering this is all preference, I've come to realize that the podcast development process is really dependent on the listening audience. I develop my podcasts in accordance with what my students need rather than what I think they should hear. And thus far, my students have commented that they enjoy podcasts with a variety of shorter audio clips. This keeps them interested and engaged without feeling that the information is monotonous. Be on the lookout for an upcoming segment where you will learn about the various episodes that you can include in your podcast. What information? will you share everyone's asking and inquiring minds want to know what happens after graduation in after hours with alumni hear firsthand from graduates about their real and very raw experiences In this episode of After Hours with Alumni, we are joined by Susan Dutill, Masters of Healthcare Administration graduate of 2020. Susan is also an active member of the Purdue University Global Healthcare Administrator Advisory Board. I had the honor of having Susan as my student for a few classes, but I remember her especially for her distinguished research while completing her master's capstone in healthcare administration. Susan, thank you for taking time with me today. I appreciate your willingness
1: to join us. Thank you, it's my pleasure.
0: Looking back, what was your greatest obstacle while in the program and how did you overcome
1: it? In life, time is always a key factor. I've learned that what an individual finds most important in their life is usually how they prioritize their time. I have attended a college course nearly every semester since 1992. I guess you could say that I'm a lifelong learner. Gaining knowledge is a passion that drives me to grow through learning. Unfortunately, there are students who are only striving for the degree to hang on the wall. And some professors who are only in it to collect a paycheck. That's right I said it some students and some professors lack passion. The most inspirational professor I ever had the pleasure to attend their class was a professor in it for the right reasons such as assisting students in gaining knowledge and not only supporting students in pursuing their goals but amazingly following them to see their goals achieved. Students are insightful and can tell when a teacher is not passionate about the subject matter. Professors who copy and paste grade feedback from not only assignment to assignment, but from course to course, are not benefiting the student's growth. Students need real feedback, professors must ensure student individuality is captured in feedback because we all learn different and we all grow at different times.
0: It's common for students to begin looking for employment either in the middle of the program um, or near the end especially. What was your experience looking for employment while in the program or thereafter?
1: In this world, I've learned that it's not only what you know, but also who you know. While on the home stretch of my master's degree in healthcare administration, I was approached by a former colleague to become the administrator of the largest assisted living facility in my home state. This was after working for an insecure president and CEO of an organization who told me that I would be nothing more the administrator of a small facility. Since leaving her organization, the assisted living facility that I operated for her has been unsuccessful and even changed their license to an even smaller facility and different level of care. I, on the other hand, well, I went on to develop the Pandemic Preparedness Surge Plan for my state's largest assisted living facility. Let your own fire inside. Stoke your fire to succeed. Don't let insecure, irresponsible leaders put your flame out. Stoke that fire and show yourself that what you believe you can do, you will pursue. Knowledge is power, and connections can be powerful, too. Anyone you meet could be your next leader or your next follower. The choice is up to you.
0: Everybody wants to know what's going on with alumni. Susan, can you share with our listeners what you have been up
1: to since graduating? Where is Susan going next? Embrace what inspires you and use that inspiration to motivate you to be a better leader. Since graduating with my master's degree, I've been inducted into the National Society of Leadership and Success. I've completed 54% of my studies toward my Doctor of Health Administration, specializing in health policy and advocacy, while maintaining a 4.0 GPA. I also volunteer seven days a week to support a local nonprofit organization. Oh, and I started up my own small business during the pandemic. Being busy doesn't make you successful, but being successful sure does keep you busy. At the age of 47, I've worked as an aquatics director while working at a nonprofit serving youth for 11 years. I then became a licensed residential care facility administrator, serving the elderly and those with mental illness for over 20 years. I have to laugh. Why would I laugh about my successful work history? What's to laugh about? Because the big question is still, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm currently working on writing eight books. Yes, eight. I should probably start with just one, but no grass grows under my feet. What I enjoy is sharing knowledge and experiences with others so that they are enlightened from my stories as I've been enlightened by stories of countless others, stories that I've gathered during my many years in a leadership role. Will I be a college professor one day? Maybe. Will I be a published writer? That's the plan! With all the good that can be done in the world, I know one thing, and that is that I am going to make a positive difference in the lives of others. Students and professors, I urge you to follow your passion. If it's not your passion, why are you following?
0: Susan, again, thank you so much for your time joining us in this episode of After Hours
1: with Alumni. Thank you. It's been an honor to be part of this podcast.
0: Do you have a question for our alumni? Are you a graduate and have a passion to share your experiences with others? If so, drop me a line and let me know. You never know when your contributions may end up on the show. Would you like to improve the quality of your writing? Need to freshen up on your APA formatting style? Care to catch a second set of eyes to review your work? If this sounds like you, you may benefit from some of the resources offered From the Purdue University Global Writing Center. More than just review work, the Writing Center offers a variety of resources that every student can benefit from. For more information, select the Writing Center from your Purdue University Global homepage. From there, you have a variety of resources available at your fingertips. Did you know you can make your podcast as short or as long as you need it to be? Most podcasts in the educational setting end up being anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes. However, it's important to keep in mind the learning capacity of your listener And what type of content are you delivering? If you are offering an extensive lecture on the metaphysics of of thought and ontological arrogance and humility, you might need to make your podcast a little bit longer, but include mini segments that divide up such a heavy topic. Or perhaps you have a podcast, maybe it's a weekly podcast, and it only includes a short two to three minute mini lecture. Well, in that situation, you can create an overall podcast that might be seven to 10 minutes, which would be appropriate for that particular listener uh, listening population that you have. So the good news is you can make your podcast as short or as long as you need it to be. Just keep your listener in mind when you're doing so. I like to organize my podcasts before creating my individual recordings. I start by generating a simple outline that illustrates the different segments that I would like to have in that given podcast episode. From the most general of perspectives, a podcast needs to have an introduction that briefly lets the listening audience know what to expect, and it must have a conclusion or outro that briefly thanks the listening audience for attending and offers additional information for upcoming podcasts. That really leaves the middle section of the podcast, and this is where you can be as simple or as complex as you desire. Likewise, you can be as monotonous or as creative as you desire. When I organize my podcast episodes, I start by asking, what information does my listening audience need to gain? Then I simply divide the body of my podcast into various segments. These segments can be themed and used again in upcoming podcasts. For example, in the segment, after hours with alumni, I am able to offer this segment anytime I have an interview with a graduate. I can use the same introduction audio clip for the segment and simply record a new interview. Doing so actually helps my listening audience remember some of the important segments that I'm able to provide. And as you continue to develop your podcast, you'll receive feedback on what your listening audience prefers and then you could amend your segments accordingly to meet your listening audience needs. The objective with organizing your podcast is to simply develop meaningful segments that your listening audience can use. Did you miss last week's lecture? Unable to attend our live meetings? Worry not. I always record our seminar times and lecture moments so you can go back and review the content at your convenience. Now, while it is advantageous of you to drop in and join me at my live lectures, you are never too far away from the content because it has been recorded for you. For more information, please go to our classroom homepage and select Seminar. From there, you have the opportunity to review any of the recorded archives that have been placed there for your convenience. Remember, just because you can't make the live lectures doesn't mean that you get to miss out on the content. Did you know the cost to publish this podcast was absolutely free? That's right. I created this podcast by using Anchor, a free podcast application that I found online. Let's talk about the steps to get you started in the path of having your own podcast. First, determine your subject matter expertise. What topics do you plan on exploring? What is the purpose of your podcast? When I work with my capstone students, we start by first identifying their passion. From there, they're able to pursue a trajectory of research that interests them. Are you looking to leave your legacy or simply create an avenue of new information? Or perhaps you can find a way to do both. Next, determine who your intended audience will be. What are their likes and dislikes? How do they prefer information to be delivered? Can you be comical in your message? Understanding your target audience will help you when it's time to begin establishing the actual segments of your podcast. If your audience prefers light-hearted and jovial conversation, the last thing you want to do is have a 40-minute dry lecture on metaphysics. Instead, you'll more than likely develop shorter episodes of different topics that you can revisit later in upcoming podcasts. For example, in my After Hours with Alumni segment, I can use the same intro and outro in upcoming podcasts. I simply change out the actual interview, which is the in-between segment. By creating such many themes, I'm able to easily organize and recreate episodes in the future. After you've identified your intended audience, it's time to outline your show. Come up with creative names for the different episodes you'd like to have within your podcast. For example, again, in this podcast, you heard an interview between Susan Dutil and myself. To make the segment catchy, I called the segment After Hours with Alumni. Similarly, throughout the podcast, you heard advertisements and snippets of general information. One such mini segment was called Did You Know? The mini segment included just a small bit of information for the listener to remember. I consistently used the tagline Did You Know? and the same background jingle as a way for the listener to remember the importance of that segment. How can you organize your podcast? What cool names of segments can you create? Consider having a contest whereby your listeners get to name the segment. Or better yet, figure out a way to get your listeners able to contribute directly to the show. After you've developed your outline and intended segments, it's time to start scripting. Some people prefer actually developing a script by which to use as a foundation for the entire podcast. Others simply follow a general outline in order to hit certain talking points. Once you become proficient in podcasting, you may find yourself more comfortable simply having an impromptu conversation without any script at all. This particular podcast was developed using all three types of scripting. Could you tell the difference? Finally, I like to record directly onto my cell phone into the respective app that I'm using to create my podcast. For this particular podcast, I am using Anchor, With most podcast applications, you simply record small segments of information. This information is saved onto your device, and then you can easily move the segments around in the app to create your finished podcast. Most apps are equipped with offering advanced editing tools and appropriate background music as well. And that's it. Once you have pieced together your patchwork podcast of sorts, you are ready to publish I highly recommend listening to your soon-to-be-published podcast from start to finish, making sure that there's no flaws or audible gaps. Once you publish your podcast, you're able to share the link for others to enjoy. All right, all right. It's that time of the podcast that everybody is waiting for. Call-outs, shout-outs, high-fives, kudos, motivational messages, acknowledgements, dedications, deep thoughts, and even, yes, bloopers from yours truly. Welcome to Curbside. All right, starting off this week, HA550, call-out. Lisa W. has a call-out for all students in class. If you missed the Unit 2 lecture on the stick, people, you need to go back and watch it. It is mind-blowing. Kinda have to agree with Lisa on this one, guys. The lecture itself is really, really neat. It's one of those lectures you'll remember the rest of your life. So thank you, Lisa, for that call-out. All right, moving on. HA599, that's my research capstone, people. Darian T. has a shout-out to Melody H., Hey, we have similar research topics for our capstone. I appreciate the scholarly research you gave in the discussion this week. It actually helped jumpstart my ability to search for relevant literature. So awesome. Shout out to Melody H for your awesome research this week in the discussion. And last we got here, HA599, Cody N has a call out for all students in class. If you are struggling in any way, you must come to the lecture. It might be late, but it's unlike any kind of instruction I've ever received. Yeah, we have a lot of fun in that class, don't we? Yeah, we do. We actually do some one-on-one work to make sure we're all on the right page and we're doing good. I also have a capstone dedication here from April L. I would like to dedicate this capstone to Professor Andre Lee. Without the encouragement or humor of Professor Lee, I would have not continued with my studies prior to starting this master's degree program. I had not been in school for over 25 years. I had no idea how to utilize a computer to do online classes as I used a typewriter and sat in classrooms with my professors. I remember my very first class and being so nervous and lost, but Professor Lee just happened to be my professor for this class, and he was a godsend. He was so funny and reassuring, which was intended for all of us in the class, but it felt like he was just talking to me. He explained everything perfectly, and I never looked back. How wonderful. Thank you so much for submitting these acknowledgements and dedications. This is the type of information that we absolutely love to see. So if any of you guys know me, you know that I absolutely love to talk text. I dictate everything. I have even been known to write papers by talk texting the entire thing. Of course, you have to go back and correct your grammar and double check everything. But it is an absolutely fantabulous way to really increase the speed of your paper, which you need to get done. It's really, really cool. However, my blooper for you today is this, and for some of you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I talk text almost everything. Well, there's sometimes I need to speak with my students on the phone, so I will give them a call. And oftentimes, if they don't pick up, I just leave a nice voicemail. And I can't tell you how many times I have been caught mid-sentence, realizing I am doing the following on a student's voicemail. Hey, Susie Sunshine! Exclamation point. It's Professor K. period. How are you? Question mark. Please give me a call. And I realize, oh my, I just dictated to my student's voicemail. And inevitably, they come back to my lecture and they get to share it with the class. That is one professor blooper I don't think I'll ever be able to let down do you have a message you'd like to share with a classmate perhaps something that was said this week in the discussion impacted you in a positive way or perhaps you learned a valuable lesson from one of our lectures if you do drop me a line and let me know your message may end up curbside For joining Smart Talk, the learning podcast that was designed especially for attendees of the Purdue University Global Village 2021 online conference. I hope you enjoyed hearing a sample podcast with a variety of elements to help spark your podcast passion. Did you know? You may be asked to complete a survey about this podcast at the end of the conference. I encourage you to take a moment and share your thoughts with us. It helps us design an even better podcast next time.